Hello, and welcome to another episode of the podcast you never knew you needed, Agony Island. Remember, all submissions come from our listeners and can be occasionally of an adult nature. So if you're easily offended, maybe carry on to a podcast about making jam or something instead. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the sound of the tranquil waters brushing up against the shore of Agony Island. Yes, this is me, your fearful cabana boy, Stephen Penny. Joined alongside the captain of himself with his epaulets on, it's Dr. Stephen Hamm. Hello, Stephen. Hello, hello. I always enjoy your intros. You always sort of like set the scene that we're on Agony Island. Whereas I'm just like, whenever I introduce, I'm just like, hi, everybody. Welcome to the episode. We're on an actual island. This is the thing. We are on an island. You see, we're setting the, uh, the picture in people's minds. Of how beautiful the surrounding is, because maybe maybe you listen listen to your car on the way to work, or possibly you're on a bus ride. There's a bloke opposite who's sniffing every thirty two seconds because you've tamed him, and you need to be taken away, taken away from those beautiful times, and just be somewhere nice, with the sounds of us just sitting having a giggle. Imagine me with a with a fancy cocktail in my hand. What what fancy cocktail would you like to have, Stephen? I, I always say this, and I've said this a few times on this podcast, but I love a Long Island iced tea. So, yeah, if anyone sees me out and you want to get me a drink, Long Island iced tea, thank you. I'm, I'm a big fan of the mojito. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah. apart from, you kind of say the Geordie accent, mojito. Mojito. Some of the other accents from around the country, certain phrases and words, as we have pointed out on this show before, kind of, um, like, for example... Geordie Welsh people talking sounds like it's Klingon. No. Yeah, it does, honestly. Honestly, I've noticed it. Well, I have to disagree. I don't think that is true, especially considering my granddad was Welsh and my nana was from up here. And when I used to go around, it didn't sound like an episode from Star Trek. Yeah, right. right now, you can see, this is, this is him doubting. Doubting, ladies and gentlemen. But here we are. Don't doubt, because we will allay your fears and worries, for another listener has sent us in a problem, and we will fix it for them, not in a good way, not in any connotations, we will fix it for them and try and give some great advice. Now, the advice that we have given in the past, we actually now know some people have followed. Because, yes, Stephen, I have got some follow-up for you. Oh, I love a bit of follow-up. I have got some follow-up for you. Mm-hmm. The bin lady returneth. Oh, fantastic. We did get a lot of feedback for the bin lady. She was amazed how much feedback she got as well. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, All she's going to say is she now thinks that there's a fair chance he's cottoned on. She's not very happy with him doing it. Why? Maybe they listen to the podcast. (laughs) No, 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 no. no, no. That would would be amazing, but no, that's not the case. That's not the case. Apparently... um, the bin has not been taken out two weeks in a row now. Oh, yeah. That sounds like he knows she's not happy with him. Or he's incapacitated. And she doesn't know what she's done different now. Mm. Now our problem initially was, how have I upset him? And if so, how have I done so? Because I've not done anything different. Apart from writing into a bloody podcast. Which she said, there's no way he listens to this podcast. <laughs> Which Are we, kind of... are we sure? Well, I don't know, cause, well, thank, you, thank you very much to all the listeners, and thank you for those of you who recommended to your friends and uh, passed it on. Please please continue to do so, because mm. you know, we, we like to know there's more people out there listening. Um, but no, I, I, I very much doubt 
this is it's, it's great when some people I know are coming up. The weird thing people do now is they mention something that's happened in the podcast, mm-hmm. and I'm and I'm like, what are they talking about? Oh, oh, hi. It's a conversation being you've had. Yeah, and I keep forgetting people have listened into this conversation. <laughs> well, for me and you, when we record this podcast, it is kind of like we're just having a normal conversation. So sometimes it is hard to differentiate between if we've had that conversation on the podcast or if we've just had it in a normal conversation. It is. It is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's not the only bit of feedback we've had. That's right. So he's not taking the bin. Honestly, though, if you are listening, man who usually yeah. takes the bin out. Yeah. Let us know what your side of the story is. Oh, you stirring shit back. Listen to you. Oh. <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I, I like both sides of a story. So do, so do I. So mm. do I. You know, but at the, the same time, she's the original person who bothered her accent to get in touch. So, yeah. Bin bloke, do what? That's what I'm saying. Oh, well, uh, I mean, she was offended by him. She didn't want him taking her bins out, and he's not taking the bins out anymore. Yeah, Sounds like she, a result to me. Yes. It, it is. The, the, other, the other bit of feedback that we've had from a, a kind of happy kind of mm-hmm. happy problem sender um the the great you stink how do i tell them oh yeah 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 go on so they went with the gift basket of smelly goods so they didn't just gift him some potpourri and tell him to put it in his pocket no or no no like they that. left they left deodorants and body washes mm. for them right and left a nice little note mm-hmm. and that person then put them on the table and said being given these, don't really need them. Help yourself. Yeah, okay. Um, so they're now, they're now limited. <laughs> I thought that was good advice, so did you. Mm-hmm. If there's somebody at work who smells really bad, probably a manager needs to get involved. Honestly, no. They said the person's name now has the prefix of stinky before the C's name. Yeah, see, I don't like that. I mean... He probably doesn't even know they're calling him that. Or if he does know that they're calling him that, it's bullying. A manager really should get involved here and have a word with this lad. And maybe also have a word with the rest of the team and how they're dealing with it. Wouldn't be nice. I mean, you know, there's, there's a lot of nicknames to have. But being known as Stinky, they, you know. No. Larger, I, I see, I don't know what the person's name is. Mm. So I don't want to just say the name in mm. case by the bizarre... Chances, I actually say. Well, let's well let's say something random that his name probably can't ever be, like Triceratops. So stinky Triceratops. Stinky Xander. Well, Xander's still a name. Triceratops isn't really a name, is it? Like you're not going to call your kid Triceratops. You'd be amazed by the names I've been getting when I've been Santa. (gasps) Yep, Um, and you can't tell us because of privacy. Uh, But all I'm going to say is, if you're going to give your kids a name where they already sound like they're working a pool. You are not succeeding as a parent. Nah, not having that one. I don't I don't think that's the case. Names change with the times. So names get popular, they become unpopular. I can imagine years and years and years ago, there must have been the first person called Stephen or Stefan. And I bet there were people in society judging the parents for calling the kids Stephen or Stefan. Um, but no, there's, I, there was a time when I, I read a story once. Um, it was doing the rounds on on facebook and it was about um a name that was becoming popular in the united states um because it was a a character in a video game 
Um, I think it was um, it was a Street Fighter. You want to tell it? Do you know somebody called Sagat? No, no, Mortal Kombat. Um, called uh, Melina. Melina. Oh, yeah. yeah, right. Really and Melina is a medical word, right? Yeah. For like black tarry bloody stools. So maybe don't call your child um, Melina if you know anyone medical, like in the family or a friend, or that child wants to go into um, medicine because that might be a difficult time for them. This is Melina and our melanoma. Hey, Melina and melanoma. Oh, I did. Um, <laughs> I did have a friend at medical school who used to play The Sims and. Um, yeah. And he was like, oh, um, I've made this family. And yeah. this is the daughter, Chlamydia. And it's <laughs> <laughs> just like, all right, okay. He used to just call, he used to just call residents of like the, yeah. um, the Sims different medical terms. So yeah. like he would remember what they were. The funniest one, obviously, just being Chlamydia, because you're not so, going to forget what Chlamydia no, is you're anyway. Not, you're not. I, um, I, did, I did see somebody this week. Who actually looked like he'd been drawn on a Wii. Drawn on the Wii? You can know oh. those little people he used to get on the Wii to represent Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he didn't have He's, many features then. Easy to draw. Any features. Easy to draw. He was bald with ears and just his face. And I was like, oh, he looks like he's been drawn on a Wii. <laughs> so he was bald with ears and a very featureless face. That's it pretty much. You know, you know when you go for those um you know when you go to like art classes and stuff and you can and then you can start advancing and going to like live art yeah. drawings and stuff yeah. and they have like the the body models and stuff coming yeah. in what they could do before you get to the like the next stage of somebody with quite an expressionate face and a lot of features they could have him it's like yeah you begin a model <laughs> he's your starter for 10 <laughs> he's your starter he's your starter yeah and yeah um in your art classes Oh, this is quite bad because actually I'm just imagining a person from the wheat <laughs> and not actually a real person here. The, the thing was, he was really canny when he came in. Um, there's a there's a there's a couple of the oh, the thing is I'm working a whole host of different places, so there's not any one place. Mm. And you, you know, I never the strip really... club's an interesting one. I didn't think there'd be much call for you as a stripper, Santa. <laughs> no, no, no. I joke. I joke. I couldn't imagine you ever doing that. And I never want to imagine you ever doing that. Mate, I am being Santa in a butcher suit. Mm. I don't see anything, right? I actually <laughs> had the joke said it was, we'll sell reindeer. I was, Santa is not standing next to the reindeer, which is packaged. Oh, no. That's horrible. I know. Oh, no. Let me score some kids. Mm. But it, it it's nice. It's 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 the the joy of the season. It's the happiness being spread throughout. But yeah, you're definitely in a bit of a festive mood, aren't you? Um, probably the snow is helping with that, and the fact you're dressing up as Santa. But oh, uh, yeah, I can't. I hate the snow. I hate it. Trying to drive in it's a nightmare. And I'm going to bring an off-air conversation on air now. If it's snowy weather, nothing stocks the good doctor. Oh. Right, yeah. So, so we record this on a, on a, usually on a Friday before we send it out on a Monday, and so this will be last weekend. It was really it was covered in yeah. snow, and so I was just housebound for that entire time. Like I wasn't going anywhere um, because my car just doesn't drive in any snow. So it looks never, amazing. It looks amazing in the it snow. Look, it's a, it, it, it looks good. It's a nice looking car, but you know, functionality wise in the snow, yeah. not not great. And um, <laughs> and so, yeah, my car just doesn't it just isn't working. And I'm like, oh my god, what am I going to do? I've got to go to work on Monday. And um, thankfully, it rained overnight, and so mm. the snow is completely gone by the Monday. 
But what I do, because obviously I need to get to work. I'm a yes. doctor. I need to go to work, right? Um, <laughs> what I have to do if it's really bad is I borrow my mum and dad's car, which is this manual, because my car's an automatic, apart from the paddles, if I want to change it into that. Um, um, but um, my mum and dad's got a manual car, uh, and it's a little Nissan Note with the power of about two <laughs> hair dryers. Not even good hair dryers, not a Dyson hair dryer, like a crappy, like, Ten pound fabulous head. When you get in the hotel, when you get in the hotel, yeah, <laughs> one that you'd get on like in a sale or somewhere, you yeah. know, yeah, Black Friday sale. Um, ten pound fabulous hair dryer with about you know, but anyway, that those are propelling it from behind, yeah. And obviously, I'm used to being and then I'm driving this car and it's front wheel drive, so it can drive in the snow. But I'm yeah. used to my car being able to like go. It's like it can go, <laughs> um. So. Then I'm in this car with absolutely no power and I'm getting to junctions and stuff and I'm really having to overthink when I can pull away because it just takes so long to yeah. get the car moving. Nope, that's it. And I'm like, well, I'm going to have to wait now. And then I've just got loads and loads of like cars piling up behind us um, or queuing up. So you're not piling up. I haven't caused accidents. Yeah, honestly, there's a, um, there's a roundabout on the way to work. It's just a nightmare. It's this tiny little really busy roundabout. And if I'm in that car, I just... I kind of get away. I just, I'm stuck there for ages and I'm just sort of like muttering to myself and sort of shouting at myself because I'm just so annoyed that I can't get out at this roundabout. What I'm shouting isn't usually that exciting. It's usually just, damn, I could have got out there. Oh my God, I'm an idiot. Oh, there's no better shouting at traffic though. So if it snows and you want to laugh, ladies and gentlemen, go to that roundabout. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> when you see in this I know it was a very angry looking man it is yeah. <laughs> I just think the idea of you being in the Nissan Note because mm. you, you, you are very much you are your car you're sporty you're there you're something to look at and there's you in like a wind up dinky doy <laughs> I just wow what's the matter with you complimenting me and being nice i'm being nice hmm i'm watching you why are you trying to keep me on your good side why are you being nice to me i bet you want to uh borrow the nissan as well well strange enough this week's problem is about somebody who drives behind something no, it isn't I was, <laughs> I was driving behind a small nissan car i thought it was a dragon from the amount of air coming out the car them going Rah! I haven't I haven't driven it this year so far so far oh, I'm so hoping far. I, I'm hoping we're not going to have too much snow now and and now you'll do the same as me ladies and gentlemen when you see that snow falling all you can think is ho 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 come on move move <laughs> you'll just be thinking of me yeah well what, what have you been up to this week um discovered not address the Santa Claus if there's a Newcastle match um and walking through the oh, red, yeah red and white i guess that would yeah, be bad i got uh santa's a mackham shouted at us yeah it's santa a mackham oh that's, that's when i got shout, that's when i got shouted at us yeah santa's a mackham um, but they were playing man U as well whose colors are red and white oh yes of course so yeah. he went is this supposed to be a joke and i went oh, no i'm for christmas mm. and he, he just didn't like that either no so it's uh it took me an hour and a quarter to get away from a car park Five minutes before the match kicked off, kicked out. Yeah, it was all the people leaving. Yeah, it's it's horrendous. Honestly, it's 
I've started planning now. So, like, I'll, I'll if I'm going anywhere, I'll yeah. type into Google. I'll go Newcastle match or Sunderland match or something just to see if yeah. it's happening at home. Well, unfortunately, there's a wonderful derby match coming up soon. Oh, no. Oh, they're yeah. always interesting. Those are go home, lock the doors. Yeah. <laughs> draw the curtains. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but depending on the result, it knackers me for gigs and places. Mm. Oh, good. yeah. Pe- people get to hold a grudge. Yeah, fans can get like that during a derby match, can they? But I'm going to be away from the northeast for a few days, so I might be away for those matches. But by the time this podcast goes out, it'll already have happened. Um, so on Wednesday, I'm off to London to go and see Madonna. I'm very excited for that. It was quite expensive. I don't even want to know how much the tickets cost because I looked for tickets for Bruce Springsteen. Mm. At the Roger Park. Oh yeah, yeah. And I just Roger went. Roger Park. Well, Stadium Elite. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say when, yeah, yeah. when yeah, was this? Nineteen eighty-six. Yeah, you get back in a TARDIS and it takes you back with him. And uh, it's only it's twenty. All included for, in the price. Yeah, it, it's only twenty pence for a pack of cheesy chips. That's how I can afford it. And no, so he, I, I, I saw the prices to go, and I was like, "Why, man, are the people Bruce Springsteen? He's changed because <laughs> it's it's horrendous." Yeah, but I don't think the performers actually um, set the prices of their own tours. I think it's actually the management team and the people who are actually organising it all, isn't it? And the problem is now tours are getting more and more elaborate. Um, you know, all the screens and everything which are manufactured specifically for the shows and the, the stages that are manufactured for it that, that then need to be transported wherever else they're going and then all the lighting and then if there's any, like, trapdoors or any mechanical elements to things and then you've got to have people working on all these things. So there's usually, like, a lot of people working behind the scenes as well. So it's going to be really, really expensive and it's just going to get worse and worse and worse because when somebody, when a performer brings something new out, that's what everyone starts to expect from the next shows that come out and so they're just getting more and more elaborate. So yeah, and because of all of that, when you've got a big performer and an elaborate set, even on a stadium tour, tickets are going to cost hundreds no matter where you sit. Do you get out for that? You what? Do yeah, I get out? Out for anything? No, no. All I get, all I get is um, a show from Madonna. So, I mean, I went to see her back in um, Confessions on the Dance Floor tour. So that would have been about yeah. 2007, something like that. Maybe yeah, 2006, well, yeah, yeah. something like that. And um, so I went to see that, maybe even earlier. And that was in Cardiff. And uh, honestly, I'm sure it was like, 30 quid, but what have been the gods like when we went to see this one? We're quite yeah. close to the front, to be fair, that we're going, but you know, it wasn't very much. Everything now, everything now for these concerts, I understand there's an expense involved, mm. um, but some of, some of the prices are just you can't, you can't, I can't justify some of the prices they charge. Yeah, I mean, that's just how much they are. If you want, I think that's where they make a lot of their money now because it because yeah. obviously, well, all nothing privacy. You know, yeah. from their music themselves. I don't think you get much from piracy and everything else that's happening. But I, anyway, I wonder yeah. if she'll play any Christmas music, like any like Christmas tunes or anything being December. Um, she'll do it, yeah, Jessie. Yeah, I would be great if she did something like that, though. If she yeah. did, yeah, Jessie. That's not really a concert song. Are you are you sick of Christmas songs yet? No, 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 no. no. Um, um, I've heard last Christmas 15 times already. 
Well, the Pogues again played a lot after that poor bloke. Shame died. Goes, yeah. Yeah, bless him. But I like Fairy Tale of New York. It's uh it's a good one. Good Christmas song, and there we are. Back talking about Christmas again. Um, right. The other thing I'm gonna ask you. Mm. Burning question. Mm. Do you eat Brussels sprouts? Mm. I ha- no, I'll have I'll have a symbolic one at Christmas. I'll have a one. A symbolic one. one. A symbolic singular Brussels sprout at Christmas. Everyone else will have the Brussels sprouts. I will have one. I'm not yeah. a big fan of it. I think it tastes really bitter and a bit ugh. So yeah. I'm like, no, not for me. But I will oh, have fun. one just to say I've had a Brussels sprout at Christmas. Why? What about you? Nah, so God, no, the, the devil's bollocks. Everything's horrible. <laughs> Keep away from them. Horrible green little mini cabbages. It's like somebody mm, went, yeah. Hey, you know everything that's nice about the cabbage? Yeah. Mm. You know the bits that's not nice about the cabbage? Yeah. Let's just make them in miniature form. What, the good bits? Nah, the bad bits. Mm. That's a, that's a sprout. Don't let's look. So, let's get to the problem, shall we? Let's get to this week's problem. And I yeah. know you've got an absolute doozy. So, Stephen, lay it on us. Hello. Please help. My son has recently broke up with his girlfriend. They've been together for around seven years. The last five Christmases she spent with us. She fit in so well with the family. She would play games, she was funny, polite and would help with serving dinner. Christmas just won't be the same without her. This year, my son has invited his new girlfriend. We don't really like her. She can be blunt and rude and she's really self-obsessed and reluctant to play family games. I feel like I am taking the breakup harder than my son. How do I get over my son's ex-girlfriend? Or can I approach her to meet up for a coffee? And can you give me some advice on how to accept this new girlfriend? From Anonymous Mother. Well, if ever there was a time to start a conversation with, well. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um, Who did the Dublin though? This is the question. Who stood with who? Well, I don't think it really matters. Does I it? Think you it think does. that matters? I think that's so much comes in, yeah. Mm. I mean, perfect personally, if you met this lass and got on with her well with her and got on like a house on fire, mm. and I know this is going to split the room, but if you've made a good friendship with her, and just because your son doesn't say it anymore doesn't mean you can't still be friends with her. No, 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 no. Split the room, split the room. No. So if you've had a partner, right? Yeah, so it's yeah. got actually nothing to do with this mother, in my opinion. Uh-huh. All right. And so I'm gonna see it from my eyes, yes. all right? And so if I had a partner who was coming uh-huh. to you know the family house and we're having yeah. um Christmas dinner, having a great time, and then we broke up. Yeah. If I broke up to the point that I'm not speaking to this person anymore, yeah, I want them cut out of my life. I don't then want my mother communicating with this person and telling them what I'm getting up to in my life, because they will be. They'll be digging, they'll be talking about me, because that's the one thing they've got in common. Yeah. And so I wouldn't want them to, sitting down, having chats and working out and, you know, all this. If there were kids involved, it would be different. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then that would be grandparents. But if you're just wanting a clean break, there's nothing worse in your family Mm. than carrying on talking to them uh, see if you bump into them at the aldi or something like that and yeah. go oh hi how are you doing whatever and like a brief conversation off you go fine but oh, you man. cannot continue having a friendship with a family it sounds like this girl 
is having to break up with her boyfriend and the boyfriend's family. This sounds quite difficult. It does. It does. I feel for her. I feel so what for about you? Me. What you think she should be able to continue communicating? Well, obviously, you didn't invite her in for Christmas. No. Well, there's no the matter to say, how are you doing? How are you getting on? You all right? You've got to let that initial settling period of them splitting to get out of the way. But, mm-hmm. you know, here's the thing, right? I've had friends who have, as a friend to a friend, right? You've got friends yes, other than me. Oh, how you go, dare you? Having, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. There's your first one. Um, I have got friends, right, where they have um, split with somebody. And I've actually stayed friendly with the person I split with. Mm. Because... Yeah, but that's friends. So well, friends yeah. are different. But, right, okay. But even then, that can be difficult. So with friends, right, uh-huh. if, you, if you're friends with a couple, if they've been friends for long enough, you become friends with both of them, all right? Uh-huh. That becomes really hard because actually when you break up with someone, it's a bad breakup. One person usually keeps the friends or at least the friends split uh-huh. as to who they talk to. And if you don't, it's going to be really hard to meet up with everyone. But anyway, that's one. I'm, I'm going gonna, to keep I'm, it I'm, I wouldn't mention the names yet. I've got a, fr- a friend. No, don't. Stop no, no, no. mentioning mention- names. I've got friends, right, where I was mates with him, and I'd known him mm. for years, and I was kind of all right with him, got on all right with him. Then he started seeing his last, saw her for two years. They split. Right. I'm still friends with her. Never seen him in years. Right. And he was the original... Like invitee to the social group, mm. um, but I was just like, "Yeah, and that are you?" And I just couldn't be bothered with him anymore. Not because of her, just because of his actions in tool. No, but fine. I mean, you can fall out with people in in time, can you? Let's change this round a little bit and change it to mm. your kids. All right. Hey. So if one of your kids had a had a partner and that <laughs> partner was coming round on Christmases and stuff and yeah. then they broke up and actually it wasn't a good breakup, right? Yeah. How would how do you think they would react if you then continued talking to their ex partner? Oh god, they're going crackers. Yeah, there you go. So You see the question but I would say is did they talk during Doctor Who? That's the right. level. Mm. That's the level. Right. Did they respect us by not talking through Doctor Who? No. Joking you could never yeah. do Gogglebox then if you're not allowed to speak oh, God, through no, TV no, no, programs. No, no. Oh, no. I, I just, no, no, no. Sat there silent? I guess it's the first time for everything. The thing the thing is, yeah, I can say from that point of view, right, the, the, the thing is it is very hard once you've got somebody who's almost accepted as a member of the family mm-hmm. and, you know, the, if it's a long-term relationship, you just suddenly go, that's it, you're out of everybody's lives, you're gone, done, right? Especially, and I know this has happened in the past, where maybe the person whose family is the one who's done the wrong. Right. And that's even harder, you know? Because you've built up this relationship with somebody, you've accepted them as a member of your family, you've taken them on mm-hmm. board. Yeah. I know they say blood's thicker than water, but hey, let's be honest with you, some families... You know, you, you might have a, a brother or a sister or something like that, and you know, that you, you know they're the knacker. You know they're in the wrong. This person's perfectly nice, and you've got to stick by the one who you know has done the wrong. Fine. I mean... I know there'll be a loggerheads on this one. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, maybe this girl who broke up 
you know, with their oh. partner. Don't know who did the dumping. That's the other thing. Maybe that's she it. just wants. Maybe she wants rid of the family. Maybe she's not. And this and the son's now got a new partner. So mm. imagine a very nice audition. Yeah, well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if she's not. If you didn't like her, at the end of the day, your son likes them. So, yeah. what's you've got to just accept them. That's just who they are, and they might end up getting married and whatever else. Mm. There's not much you can do about that. Yeah. Well, you know, the, unless what? you're Stephen, where you can say, "Could you just stand to the right hand side of the photo, please?" Then I let you forget that. Then I let you forget that. But with that, <laughs> like. That's just in case they break up in future. Yeah, yeah. From our past, from our past problem. Yeah, ask yeah. them to stand on the outside of pictures when they yeah. are around for Christmas and everything else like that. But also, um, also, if this is a fairly new relationship, you know, and their family aren't comfortable with them, is it okay to turn around and go to your son? Look, we didn't want to come in around for Christmas. We didn't like her. True. Aye. Because it's an early relationship. She's coming here, spoiling our Christmas with her attitude. Yeah. yeah. Or attitude that isn't compatible with our attitudes around no, Christmas. I think that's, do you know, honestly, sometimes that can be hard to do, but what you're supposed to, this is where people put so much stress on Christmas, man. Yeah. I love yeah. Christmas, though. I, lo- I love it as not, well. Not just not just because I'm his campus Christmas, but, but you know, I do. I don't yeah. find Christmas that camp. I've got to be honest with you. No. I don't find it that camp. Do I you know a holly jolly season. <laughs> <laughs> You've not seen the ham um, Christmas trees, have you? So I no, I haven't. Is it, is <laughs> those, are, those are camp. Um, I'll send you. I'll send you some pictures. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I'll and I'll send you some uh, pictures of the Christmas trees. Full um, uh, <laughs> house, ladies and gentlemen. We're getting close. Um, so the the one thing I would say, if you've got if you are in a situation like that, obviously you're supposed to side with your family all the way through. Mm. But even say to somebody, I didn't want to come to the house because they're miserable and they ruin Christmas. Well, that's mm. just gonna put that's you in a that's them saying, I don't like them, I don't think they're good enough for you. Yeah. Sort your life out. Yeah. I mean, and that's fine. I used to get some good advice from a from a friend, one of my oldest friends. And um, what he used to always say was, if you've got a partner that you are reluctant to go and introduce to your family, then they might not be the person for you. Obviously, that's not a hard and fast rule because, you know, you could have problems with your family or whatever else. But, um, yeah, it's a good sign that he's actually bringing her to the family because it means he trusts her and um, he thinks she's a good egg and so it's a good sign that's the thing it's finding the one as, as the a, one what as, well this is a mate of mine Mick I don't is, believe in the one well I, I kind of do actually mm. I kind of do the, my mate Mick's always said he's been married three times and he says I believe in the one but it's the one right now and his whole attitude was his first relationship broke down and he said, well, I'll never meet anybody ever again. Mm-hmm. A year later, he's getting married. Yeah, you've just got to try and make it work with someone who is compatible with you, that you're attracted to, that you get on well with. And I don't think there's just one person out there in the world that you could actually get on with. Because if that was the case, nobody would be getting married. No one would be in relationships. Because your one could be anywhere in the world. 
There's billions of people on this planet. So yeah, I think the one is more of just a a romantic ideal. I think a romantic ideal. Well, there we go. Well, that's their problem solved. Mm. And, uh... Well, I don't think it is. I mean, I think it's going to cause a lot of problems. Um, either way, yeah. I, I don't think you should be. So basically, my advice is don't be contacting her because you're going to have to do it in secret, in secret, and then it'll come out, and then people will get upset. Yeah. And yeah, and then do you, the, do, I, do you yeah. know how I know you've bought into this? Why? Because you went, didn't, didn't be contacted her. <laughs> <laughs> and that was just brought out in the property. Oh man, yeah. were you like? Yeah, yeah. But, but <laughs> it took me all the way back to the noughties. Um, it, it doesn't. That's that's the thing, right? Though, no matter who you are, and no matter what your family situation is, mm-hmm. you've got to do what's comfortable for you. And the thing with family is, you always try to do as much as you can to be there, be helpful, and you know, forgive people. You know, you know people are going to do something wrong. They, if you're going to a family do, you know what's going to happen to a family do. You can predict pretty much what's going to happen in any situation because you know these people inside and out, right? Yeah. And bringing a new person at the mix is absolutely... You can be on your toes. Oh, are they going to be accepted? Are they going to be like, do they like them? Do they not like them? Oh, how is it going to go? And you're like, mate, at the end of the day, hopefully yes, if not... I know families where they hardly speak to each other now because of the people they're seeing. Mm. And it's a terrible situation. It really is. Well, I think we've I think we've rattled on about this for way too long, to be fair. Hi. I think it's um and it's a difficult situation, but you have to do you just have to keep try and keep everyone happy. Yeah. All right. Don't don't go behind people's backs, don't do things in secret, and yeah, and Sometimes you didn't like partners of family members, but now you can no, tell about it. No. You know, you can ask them to be on I mean, the end of the road. Come more northeastern. Have you taken a northeastern <laughs> tablet today? <laughs> I think I think it's just because you don't have to do anything about it. I think, come on. I think clearly Yeah, well Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, however many episodes in we are now, and Stephen's mask has slipped. <laughs> no, I do slip into like proper Oh no, oh, no. episode three we discussed this. Mm. See, I do listen. Mm-hmm. Now, let's get on. So this is this is one of the bits which I like because you can really let loose and you can't hurt anybody's feelings with this one. Mm. Uh, you try, though. You try. Oh, so. I try. I try. <laughs> let's go to Becky with another of her situation. Yeah. Let's get to Becky's question. This week's question at a restaurant, is it okay to take a picture of my meal before everyone eats? So, this is an interesting one. Mm. So, I don't know if you've seen on my Insta, but every now and then I will um, post a picture of food. Yeah. Like that meeting. So, see. I do do this. All right. But it's I usually, it yeah, it's usually, I don't know, it's a bit, it's a bit cringe, really, isn't it? If you think about it, like, who gives a shit what I'm eating? I don't yeah. think anyone actually cares. Like, honestly, I'm, I was thinking about that because I've got a work do. Um, to go to next oh. when when is it next week next week next, week. next no. Day. um no no it's not Madonna so Madonna's on Wednesday and then I think it'll be the week after uh-huh. all right so um and so we've got this work to do and we're going for um Christmas dinner right uh-huh. um I won't say when in case people you know in case the paparazzi turn oh. up just not taking pictures of it I, I would I would like I would like it if 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 there was like a, a 
a Jody in a Macam version of Heat magazine, which is called <laughs> Ouch. Get hot. Get hot. Yeah. yeah. Oh well, I had a school magazine called um, Hot Off the Press. Oh, hot off the press. And um, yeah, that was yeah. I hadn't invented writing when I was in school. It was um, yeah. Hot out the crapper is what uh, we used to call it. Um, <laughs> anyway, where, where were we? Yes, food. Food. Yes. Do they take pictures of food? It's just a really strange practice that we've developed, sort of taking pictures of food, isn't it? Like, who wants to see that? Like, I'll go back through some of my pictures and there's pictures of food there, and I'm just like, honestly, I don't know why I took that. I really don't care. Like, yeah, it's an, it's an, odd, it's an odd one. And also, if you're doing it, taking pictures of your food wherever you go it kind of makes it seem that you don't go out that often so i don't know maybe if you go somewhere really fancy that you've never been to before that might be worth taking if you want you know the memories of the place yeah it's just like it's fair enough if you're if you're somewhere fancy say for example you went to like uh fortnum yes i knew you were gonna do it <laughs> And you were there for a fancy tea. But yeah, look, that's an event. Mm-hmm. So I can understand why you took photos. And plus I said, let's have a deek of what you're having. Mm. I oh, actually well. requested a deek, a look nice. of what you're having. And I, I want to see, because, you know, you had told me how much was ahead. So I yeah. wanted to see what it was. And that's just me being a tight nord there. But mm-hmm. it looked very nice. It was a lovely thing. Great, But right? your missus knew. Your missus knew. And well, she, did, um, she, she, was, she was on it. She was she was keen on it. She was like, "Ooh, that looks good." Mm-hmm. I was like, "Don't be getting ideas." <laughs> um, but joking, joking away from that, I um, most of the times I would flick back my through my camera. Most of the times when I've taken it is when I've made something or the misses or the kids have, and I went, "Oh, this is lovely." This, but mm. one thing I hated was was that really big trend of rate my plate. Remember that where it was a, a group called Rate My Plate that still exists. Yeah. I like, yeah, because people were just making the most ridiculous things. Yeah, no, and I know. Then they would, and then they would sell, spell sausage completely wrong, as like yeah. as, as you know, just to try and be funny. And I'd yeah. be like, and they'd put like loads of raw food on a plate, and, I'd, oh, and, I'd, and I'd be like, oh, yeah, I know. Oh. Like, I, I just got annoyed. Someone going, that's a waste of good chicken, that mm. rare fillet tenders. You're like, oh. <laughs> Oh, no, terrifying chicken me. Not like in the when it's in its meat form, you know. Mm. It's so, you're gonna be so careful. But I can understand it. I like I like it when somebody, um, for example, as a friend of mine went for one of those fancy desserts where it's the chocolate bomb, and the poor hot chocolate on the top and it melts. Oh yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. That is yeah. But at the yeah, same but a lot, a lot of restaurants have now started doing that, haven't they? They've yeah. started presenting and doing things as a show because they know people are then put it on Instagram yeah. and then people go, oh, that looks really good. So it's like free adverts. It is, it is. Mind you, if anybody comes and sprinkles salt doing their shoulder, anything I'm eating, mm. I'm just saying, mate, that looks like that salt beer. Oh, he came and went quickly, didn't he? I do still about, isn't he? Is he? I'm sure he is, yeah. Oh. I'm sure he's still about. Are people still paying £950 for a steak? It is where it's in gold leaf, though. Oh, I'm not I'm not interested. Not really that fan Just... of it. I'm not that fan of a steak, to be honest. Yeah. Have you had something? Steak? I've had steak before, but I'm not a big fan of it. Like, no, um, I'm, usually... not, I'm not. Like... I used to be years ago. They'd, they'd have to be, like, nothing else for me to eat for that. Or someone would have to, like, 
pay me to eat steak. I'm just not that. I'm not that into it. I'd rather have chicken. This sounds like the beginning. Of the, let's pay Stephen to eat something. Oh God, no! Channel Five show. <laughs> we found <laughs> this in my wife's handbag. It's a bit of chunky. Oh, 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 no. Eighty-six. Uh, no, I know. The flavour has flaked off of it. Look, yeah. I'm really picky about what I put in my mouth. We know this. Yeah, I know. And there we go. Uh, we've completely gone off on one. Um, but we've answered the questions, and I think we've answered them sufficiently. So let's come to the end of the podcast. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. And thank you so much for sending problems in. You make the podcast what it is. If you've got any problems or anything you want to talk about, just send them through to our socials or to our email, which is agonypod at gmail.com. Thank you so much again. And as a reward, here's a couple of outtakes. Talk to you next week. Well... This is being a nightmare of a recording. So your it is. computer it is. turned itself off after 15 minutes of recording. Oh, yeah, so that was great fun. So I had to record all that again. Yeah. Um, your dog's been barking. My dog's been barking. Yeah. Um, and then we had to stop because the gas man turned up. Yeah, um, literally the gas man. Honestly, it's... I've <laughs> yeah. just, just been barking at the gas man. Oh, you've been barking at the gas man. I thought it wasn't your dog, it was you. That's um, right. Anger, mm-hmm. anger. The package has been delivered with your secret Santa present. Come on. Oh, okay, interesting. Um, Fine. I mean, people don't know that we're doing a secret Santa because I cut that out last week. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so clearly you haven't listened to the podcast. I'm listening, no, I listened to half of them and I fell asleep. Oh, for God's sake. Well, I know I put it on before I went to sleep, and I know this yeah, not all the way through. It's definitely your turn to start editing. Well, I'm making, I'm making it. Oh, hello, Mr. Magpie. How's your wife and kids? Magpie just drew, flew by my window. It's one of my superstitions. I've got to say you, that. You're very, very easily distractible. Crack I, on. No, it was a magpie. <laughs> it shouldn't be distracting you. I see birds going past all the time. I, I don't suddenly go, oh, look, there's yeah, a pigeon. If anybody's listened to this podcast for any length of time, they will have realised that it's like, ooh, shiny thing. That's what it is. I am. I can't help it. I am who I am. Yeah, and I'm really looking forward to you now editing. Um, I am. <laughs> to see what I have to go through every week. Listener, that was a good segue of that. It was, but I'm not finished. Pause the segue. Carry on. You've been listening to Agony Island. The show will return next week, but always feel free to dive into past episodes. Like and subscribe and tell your friends what they're missing out on. If you want, you can send your problems or any other correspondence to agonypod at gmail.com. Maybe they can witter on about your email this time. 